Ishan, call 0815-377-0000 or 0908-120-0200. Holy Pilgrimage to Israel with Prophet Dr. Kondiadiola Baba Testimony will surely reveal great testimonies. Come and join with us. From the Rock City of Nigeria, Rock City of Nigeria, this is Fresh 107.9. Welcome to Fresh 107.9 FM. We educate, we inform, we entertain, we play feel-good music. Cause I'm certain brighter days are yet to come. Ain't no question that tomorrow there'll be good times. Good times. I believe with every beat of my heart. Right, today is my salty soul there. And with that, when I say welcome to the show, it is uh, Freshly Pressed on Nigeria's number one radio station. Fresh 107.9 FM, I'm Bill. Because keeping you fresh all day is what we do. My name is Binga Oreshegun. And before we go into the papers this morning, let's quickly just, you know, Giorgio, a little bit about the rule of the hundred. The rule of a hundred. You know, this rule talks about that if you spend a hundred hours in a year, which if you calculate it down it's about 18 minutes in a day on any discipline an example maybe a new skill anything whatsoever if you spend 18 minutes a day which is 100 hours a year fact has it that you will be better than 95 percent of the world in that discipline so what am i talking about it's just consistency consistency it is a consistency in whatever you do the martyrs whatever you do more than anything else so be consistent in what you do don't say okay i've started this oh i'm tired okay let me pick up another thing no just be consistent at just one thing and i tell you you will rip the proceeds in future and with that when i say welcome to the show it is freshly pressed i'm not here alone i have the stars right here in the building the stars good morning good morning winger yeah, good morning. It's so nice time. to see you. It's so nice to see you. Yeah, after the wedding. <laughs> yes, my exactly. Hey, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm <laughs> like still expecting that. my gifts, though. <laughs> good morning to Nigerians yeah, at home morning. there. Yeah. yeah, good morning. Today's a special day. Yeah, hmm. yeah today's <laughs> a special day. Okay, and I'm talking about the PPT, the judgment, and also, as with stars, before we go into the papers, let me ask you this. What do you make of the fact that the judgment will be heard live? Oh well, uh, it's a good one. Um, a lot of a lot of things are surrounding the issue of the judgment. I'm not a populist anyway, and I'm, I'm sure people out there know that. I'm not a populist, but uh, the truth of the matter is, um, um, it, it's shocking what we have got into. Mm. I mean, I don't know why. Even aside the strike, the staff of. Um, the Court of Appeal have been asked to stay back home mm-hmm. even before the issue of the strike came out. I don't know why we need to do that, why there needs to be all this um, 
uh, in a fuse about the fact that um, um, I mean, want to give judgment uh, regarding uh, our election, the presidential election. Mm. But with that as it may, um, the spirit of openness is a good one that the court is saying, look, judgment will be given and um, cameras are allowed to come in and it's, it's understandable the size of the court okay uh, it's, it's small that okay. even if all the lawyers that are supposed to be there are in the court they filled up the place so that's why the court said look if we don't have any mm. reason to be there if you're not accredited mm. i understand even admittance will be by accreditation okay. based on your need to be there so if you're not accredited to be there don't come so the only thing the court can do uh, to, to show us the openness is to let the camera come in and witness the, the judgment. There might be issues regarding, uh, okay, why are you not allowing the camera to come in now? When the, uh, the initial state, don't forget that uh, the petitioners went to court mm. demanding for... To be broadcast live, uh, yeah, the whole proceedings. The court said, no, mm. uh, this this is not a soap opera. No, you can't do that. And um, But it, it's understandable if they said, look, the judgment will be read live and everybody all over the world can monitor. Even if the cameras are not in the court. Okay. In the process of the the fireworks by the lawyers, um, every fact of the case were in the public. I mean, I, I doubt if Nigerians mm. don't know what transpired. All the various arguments forwarded by all you the know, parties. You know, different the parties. Yes, yes. I, I don't think we're not we're not we're not in the dark. They're there in in, in the open. So that the camera cameras are not allowed in the uh, in the process. Mm. I doubt if it takes anything away from the openness uh, of, of the of, of the position. But the truth and the beauty is mm. that at least the the judgment is going to come within yes. the time allotted by the constitution, yes. and that um, the public are allowed to sit down, mm. staying glued uh, to their TV. To if, the TV. If Almighty is in Nepal, we call the world now. I I hope my people in Elega will be able to watch because they've they've not had life. Have you noticed that uh, the suppliers didn't even a bit stable? I don't know. Oh, stable in your area. Well, I don't know. In your area. Yeah, it's stable. Elega has been really horrible. It's been really horrible. But let's quickly look into the papers this morning. If you just joined us, it is freshly pressed. My name is Binga Oreshek. So nice to meet you. All right, so we have stories from the Punch newspaper. We have stories from the Vanguard. The Daily Trust is also here. And the headlines real quick. Presidential poll. Heavy security as tribunal decides Atsiku obese petition against Tinubu. Presidential poll. Heavy security as tribunal decides Atsiku an obese petition against Tinubu. Another story here from the Punch newspaper. Lagos, Katsina, Swokuto, workers, Sean, NLC, strike grounds abuja and other states the vanguard newspaper also has this one i would have expelled wiki from pdp if i had such powers says daily momodu i would have expelled wiki from pdp if i had such powers says daily momodu now our protest against jonathan's subsidy removal in 2012 mayor politics says fire me our protest against Jonathan's subsidy removal in 2012. Mayor politics, says Fiemi. The Daily Trust also has this one. DSS arrests officials diverting federal government's palliatives. Hmm. About time. All right, so let's quickly go into the details real quick. All right, so sit back, relax with a cup of tea, cup of coffee, a cup of anything you're having this morning. Let's talk Nigeria, everybody. Hey.
So welcome on board. Let's start from the Punch newspaper. Presidential poll. Heavy security as tribunal decides Atiku, an obese petition against Tinubu. Now here's a story. It comes with two riders though. Police block entrance to Court of Appeal. One politicians against violence. Five justices decide Atiku and obese petitions today. Security agents patrol Abuja. Now, there was heavy security deployment at the presidential election petition tribunal and other flashpoints and dark spots in Abuja on Tuesday. Ahead of the delivery of the judgment on the election petition, challenging the election of President Bolatinubu today. Now, this was as the report supporters of the People's Democratic Party, Standard Bearer, Atiku Abubakar, Labour Party candidate Peter Obi, and President Tinubu awaited the verdict with earnest expectations. Now, supporters of the petitioners have been exchanging, exchanging brickbats online, even as they expressed optimism that the ruling would favour their candidates. The Punch newspaper is up for grabs for that one. Presidential poll, heavy security as tribunal decides Atiku and Obi's petition against Tinubu. Now, um, the stars. Even though it's going to be aired, I'm not so, I'm not so aired, I'm not so opt up about that because I feel like what they're going to say is still going to be on the papers tomorrow. So I'm not really about it. But what I'm worried about, the whole petition, and what I'm worried about is what played out in the last election. The way religion the ethnicity card, you know, that was played out by politicians. You know, the the fact that the Uwais report has not been implemented. The fact that Nigerians were not so interested in going out to vote. And because of that, they just, there was this apathy. And all of the things that played out in the election. Those are the things that worries me. And... Now, one thing I want to say to Nigerians here is that, listen, whichever way the pendulum swings, I think it's best for us to just take it like that and let's just push this country forward. What do you have to say here? Um, I've always been in favor of pushing Nigeria forward. To me, it is pushing Nigeria and nothing they get. However, people want to look at it. And I, like I said, I'm not a populist. Mm. I, I believe in what I think is good for all, all of us. But let me clearly address what you raised. The challenge we have was um, something President Jonathan highlighted in one of his recent... Uh, he's been speaking recently. He's really out there talking. That's yeah, President Jonathan. former President Ambassador has also been speaking as uh, well. I mean, but uh, Jonathan's mm-hmm. own is, uh, is really, really exciting. I understand. And he, he's, he's showing the PhD element in him, which when he was president, quite a number was like... What's going on? What's going on? But mm. now we are seeing that element of the PhD in him. But being that he said something which I think is instructive okay. and noteworthy. He said, Our four founding fathers fought for independence, but they failed to build a nation. And I, I, I want to agree with him. However, we would have been able to build a nation, but for the khaki boys. The khaki boys, the coup of 1966, is still resonating in us today and negatively mm. at that destroyed what will have become a great Nigeria. You understand? By destroying the First Republic, destroying the Constitution, you know, bringing Nigeria to unity, all these unitary system of governance, etc. Mm. was what destroyed this country. If the country had been allowed to progress the way it was going then, I mean, whatever challenges that we had, they were normal for a coming up nation. 
a nation that was just coming up was normal. But they came in and destroyed everything, and we've not been able to get it right since then. That's why ethnicity is coming to play a huge role now. That's why religion is coming to play a huge role now. That's why all the you know vices you mentioned are coming to play a huge role now. Because the leaders were not given the opportunity to sit down to really develop Nigeria as it started then. I mean, we are talking of a period when Western region had a television house. True. Which France never had as at that time. France didn't have. But we have Western Nigerian television, WNTV, and we have the radio. We're growing. And there was high healthy rivalry. Healthy rivalry. You know, within the regions. Within the regions. Mm. So that was what happened. So the, the, the Kaki boys came and destroyed that. And since then, we've not been able to get it right. So the, that, that is the challenge that we have that brought about all this. Though. When I was growing up, I never knew somebody as a Christian or anybody. In my house, we celebrate January 1. We slaughter mm. on January 1. We organize prayer party when I was young. I mean, you, you understand? So these were things that we're doing. In my house, they will give you money to go and buy clothes for Christmas. Mm. And in, in my house, my cousins will come to our house for salad. They are Christians. This were how we grew up. But suddenly, a lot of things started coming up and we started expecting these cracks that were not supposed to, to be expected. And that's a problem that we have till today. So what I'm saying in essence is for us to get back to that reason, the truth of the matter, we need to sit down and look at the challenges we have in our country. Now, talking about getting to back to that rhythm, if you remember when former President uh, Aradua came on board, he agreed and he confessed that, hey, the election that brought me in was almost like a sham. And he came up with, oh, justice, ways, okay, this panel, and they came up with a report. Now, some of the things in the report was the appointment of managers of INEC, talk about the INEC chairman, should not come from the president. That it makes INEC that independence. It takes away that independence. That INEC should be independent. Some of the report, and why is it that so, it's so difficult for us to implement, we come up with, oh, let's start up a panel, this report, and when they bring about this report, we don't take them. Yes, when the waste report was completed, the same former president, uh, Aradwas, said no. He said, no, no, we are not going to implement this report because of the fact that, oh, it should be the president that should appoint him. And another thing, is it also possible for us to conclude all election matters tribunal before the president is sworn in? Is it possible? Because from February 25 to May 28 or 29, that's about three months. Is it possible for us to just do that before a president is sworn in? Apart from what we have in the Constitution. Uh, two things. The interests of politicians mm. will always play out when it comes to taking the decision that will take us forward in this country. It's not just to raise the pot. It's, it's all aspects of our, our life. Okay, take for instance the issue of the Tokyo government. Um, you know, there have been a lot of attempts to revisit the law of the local government. Okay. There have been a lot of attempts to revisit it. But each time this one comes up, there are a lot of clauses in the constitution that doesn't allow this because certain percentage of states must be involved. Okay. The state assembly must have, you know, and this has not been you know, met because it does not pay what the interests of politicians. And that's what is playing out when you talk of reports coming mm. up. The political interest, because at the end of the day, it is at the table of the politicians and they will need to take a decision regarding how they want to go about it. But I'm thinking that 
politicians need to take things easy with mm. what is happening all over the world now. More so in Africa. South, in mm. Africa. You mm. know, they need to take things easy. Sure. They need to allow people to vent. And when they vent, they should listen to how they want mm. things to go. And and that's honest truth. And that, that as far as that is concerned. Regarding being able to get judgment, um, that might mean we need to, you know, restagger the date of the election. I, I, I'm being honest. When you look at fireworks that happens in the court, mm. three months might not be adequate for us to determine or decide, um, you know, who comes in, who does not come in okay. as the president. We might need to maybe have the election long before then, review the concern to give us more days, mm. maybe six months before the president eventually sworn in and that could give room for all these fireworks to have been completed, etc. I'm, I'm not against that. But the way things are, the truth of the matter is, we have the president that is in place. Mm-hmm. Um, the argument came up recently that why should the NMBA uh, bring the president because there is a petition against him. And the NBA the, the, the president said, our chairman said, look, the law is the law. The law referred to him as a president. Exactly. Um, I mean, not a petitioner, not mm. a respondent. He said he's a president. And that's the position of the law. Sure. And that he has invited the president. Mm. Those, those are the issues. I am not against us having those things concluded before... Um, and let's uh, not also forget the role money played, especially in the governorship election. Uh, it's not just... The, the role money played. It, it, it's, it's across board. It's, money played a lot of role across board. Until Nigerians decide to to take over mm. and possess and own, is ownership is that that matters. Nigerians decide to take ownership of our electoral processes. We will keep on having what we have. The people does not yet understand the power they have in their hands. They forgot that at the center point of democracy, mm. the people is unique. Is government of the people for the people by the people. So at every point in time. The people have a role to play. But in Nigeria, the Nigerian people does not believe they have a role to play. You know, African people seldom believe they have a role to play in election than just going out to vote. And that's why they're always, you know, looking up to okay. another power mm. to come in and help them to correct things. When they realize that they have a role to play, and they play that role effectively well, you might think have, it, it, Okay, okay, okay. If they play that role... If we because play, I look forward to it today where the people will chase away those politicians who bring money or should we say cards now all right that brings money yeah i agree with you i agree with you that day will come but until people get well oriented you know well acquainted to what they really need to do the you know weaponization of poverty yeah is still the issue out there nobody will come and offer me money to vote. I thought they said everyone has a price. I, I'm coming to that. But if they are going to offer me money to vote, it's not going to be that 1,500 they offer people out there. So someone like you must be major. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> we call this quick break. Don't touch that radio. Admission, admission, admission. Chrisland University Abel Kuta invites candidates who sat for the 2023-2024 Unified Tertiary Matriculation Examination for admission into undergraduate programs. The university operates with state-of-the-art facilities and offers programs in the following colleges, arts, management and social sciences, natural and applied sciences, basic and medical sciences, and law. 
Chrysland University also offers a one-year JPEP program which qualifies successful candidates for admission into 200 level in any university of choice. Visit www.chrysalanduniversity.edu.ng For further inquiries, call 081-3576-2586 or 090-3516-6582. Chrysland University Intellectual Radiance. Today, 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 Karaole. Oh, ya le danu, これ Ogbara Report And we're back on radio. It is still freshly pressed if you just joined us, ladies and gentlemen. It is freshly pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. I feel good to have the stars right here in the building. My name is Binga, or Shekun, the man you just have to love. All right, another story we're looking at this morning is from the Punch newspaper. Lagos, Kano, Katsina and Sokoto workers shone NLC, a strike grounds, Abuja, and other states. Now, here's a start. Uh, and it comes with the rider. Airports, bank workers, ignore strike. Maritime unions, block worry and Lagos ports. Now, the strike called by the Nigerian Labour Congress, NLC, to protest the failure of the federal government to provide palliatives following the fuel subsidy removal on Tuesday grounded economic and commercial activities in several states. But workers in Lagos, Sokoto and Katsina states snubbed the labor action, banks and other financial institutions, and the civil service in the three states, as well as Delta, Bayelsa and Ogun State, did not comply with the NLC directive to shut down services 
as they attended to their customer. But the two-day strike, which commenced on Tuesday, paralyzed activities of the federal capital territory in some states with banks, ministries, agencies and departments shut to the public. The Punch newspaper has this one. Lagos, Katsina, Sokoto workers shun NLC strike. NLC strike grounds Abuja and other states. Now, stars, let's quickly talk about this issue of NLC and Nigeria. NLC and Nigerian people. Now, they said NLC strike actually records a lukewarm compliance in Lagos. Now, stars, my question is, is NLC losing its bite here? And uh, should workers who choose to work during the strike be forced not to? Because it looks to me as though Nigerians are... Why is it so difficult? Why is it that Nigerians are not obeying the NLC compared to the way they did in the past? And when and how, or even why, did the NLC lose that respect by Nigerians? Oh, thank you so much. This is a complicated thing. Um... A lot of factors are playing out. <clears throat> um, you see, I listened to Osifo yesterday, put on Arise and um, I mean, all the stations. Okay. I, so I don't appear as I'm promoting any TV station, but I listened to him as he was brought in. And his argument, his, um, his point, why the TUC did not join the strike, mm. you know, really you know, struck a chord in me. Okay. He said they've looked at what the government is doing and they realize that the government have not been, you know, quiet. There have been a lot of, you know, backstage engagement okay. that they've been having with government. Okay. And everything is tending to the fact that government is really putting in effort and listening to the advice they are given and they have input in almost everything that you see happening there. He spoke about um, palliatives. That they didn't want government to pass that money through the state government. But the federal government said, you were the one that said we should not use the social register. That you, can, you don't trust that social register. Mm. So if you are saying we are not going to go through the state, can you give us an alternative? And that, at that point, they didn't have a choice and to allow government to do it the way they wanted to do it. Mm. We went to talk about the CNG buses. Why government is delaying, seems to be delaying. That they need, you know, um, filling stations here and there. Uh, that will the facilities infrastructure that will back up the gases that you don't just convert the vehicles without having a place where they can refill mm. and those are the issues that are that all these we are going on and that's why they look at so far so good the gov- the federal government have not been quiet they've been taking steps and actions to ameliorate the effect of the first offset and i feel that that's one reason why they should not go like, to me that i think is one thing that the nlc did not consider that makes and Nigerians equally are looking at it from that point of view. That look, listen, this government is still young. We are not against you going out asking for your for the workers' rights. Mm. Yeah, it, it's your duty. But the way things are, don't you think you need to take things easy? That's why it has not talk, cut across board. Okay. And another thing we have come to realize is the fact that TUC is not supporting this strike is making us realize the power of the TUC to take the two of them. To have that kind of effect, mm. they, they do usually have when there is strike. Those are playing out. I don't believe Libor is losing it. No. Because if you remember the NLC of uh, the Adams or Shomale, that once they declared, bah, everybody shot You people them. in 2012. You people got to know Adams or Shomale. Before then, they have been very 
strong, you know, leaders too. Ayuba Waba, okay, the yeah. 2012, the, 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 the whole, the whole yes. nation was, you know. Yes. But what has happened? And also, should people who decide to say, okay, we're not joining your strike, we're going to work. I heard that some banks in Ogun State did not join, they ignored NLC. Okay, and they said then there were some places where they actually forced them that like you must join. But should people be forced to join in the street? Uh, on the issue of being forced, um, I don't know what the law says, but I know that as a um, what do you call it, as a member of the labor union, okay, when the labor decide to want to do go on the strike, um, as members, you 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 need to join as member of the of the of the, of the what do you call it uh, of the labor union. And that's why things played out yesterday when they went to the MPA and some other, and the Federal Secretary, etc., that there was a, an instruction. And, you know, there was no court injunction against it. Mm. Maybe that is why. But, but by and large, what I think is happening is that we're having a new face. I've said it here on this program severally, that the labor movement needs to look for other ways of fighting, other strategic way of fighting for their workers' rights. I said it severally when Asu was, you know, coming out with this. I said, look, stop privileging strike. The labor movement should sit down and think of other strategic ways of engaging, you know, the authority. I don't want to say federal government now. At whatever level, they should find other strategic ways of engaging them in being able to push out, you know, drive home their point and get whatever they feel is the right of their workers. That's what I think they are not doing well. And going into the future, they will need to start thinking about it. But by and large, people believe that this government has been responding. A lot of things are happening and that the government needs to be given some time. And another thing is that government said, give us two weeks. We will sit down and come up with some of these things that you are talking about. This is what I think NLC is not you know, looking at. Another fact is, you know, Ajero needs to really be careful. Mm. Because of this toga of this 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 thinking that is an agent of the Labour Party. Okay. The okay. affiliation yes. the affiliation We can't take that away. Yes, the affiliation they have with the Labour Party. Mm. In fact, there have been some comments in some quarters that um they saw it coming, they they knew uh, what do you call it? Um today the 6th of September will be... Because it's a special day. It's a special day, and that's why they fixed... The this, strike. The, this this two-day warning strike at this particular point in time. There have been such, you know, stories. Mm, conversations. Yeah, yes, mm. conversations going up, you know, within, within the polity. But that, that doesn't make it true. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's true. Yeah, but I'm not it's that. just... I'm only saying that because of the NLC to take things mm. they, when they when they, are, when they come from... They have this image of being seen to be, to be partisan. Okay. It, it, it is not good for them. And that's why I think it was a big error for the Labour Party to have, you know, given their support and weight for the presidential candidate of a Labour Party. They should have been able to separate Labour movement from Labour Party. I think that is what they did not do well. That might eventually have, you know, repercussion on the way people listen to them mm. going forward into the future. Okay. That, 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 that's the fact. All right, so let's move straight to another story. 7.30... The time right here in the studio. If you just joined us, it is freshly pressed and fresh 107.9 FM. Or stars right here in the building. My name is Binga Oreshek with the man you just have to love. The Vanguard newspaper has this one. I would have expelled VK from PDP if I had such powers. For saying this, 
none other daily momoti now here's the story now the director of strategic communication for the atiku okoa presidential campaign council daily momoti has said that he would have fired the minister of federal capital territory nyesam wiki from the people's democratic party if he was vested with such powers momoti said this while speaking on channels television's political paradigm program on tuesday describing the former river state governor as an unruly person the PDP chieftain and the publisher of Ovation Magazine, however, did not criticize the ministerial appointment of Wiki by President Balatinubu, who is governing the country under the All Progressives Congress, APC. I would have expelled Wiki from PDP if I had such powers, says Dele Momodi. And if you remember that um, famous interview he had um, with uh, Shil, he said something that he dares them he dares anyone to try and suspend or even like the 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 effrontery to look a political party which at a time said that it was the largest political party in west africa this is a political party that once said that they will rule this country for 60 years and you look them in the face and say i dare you dare suspend or expel me it shows the confidence no, yeah, no, apart from the I think I, he has a I don't, want to, I don't want to be carried away by all the utterances by all of these people they are politicians so I don't want to be pedestrian in my, my views but looking at all the things Wiki has yes. done the anti-party that is so I, obvious I, 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 am, I, am com- I am coming to that I don't want to I said I don't want to get involved with all these back and forth <laughs> politicians okay. I mean they are doing what they are known mm. you know to know how to do best now that's just it I want to look beyond that you see there is need for us as, as a nation to look into the makeup of our political parties. Mm. Because political parties are so important to the, you know, how we eventually get people that will govern and, you know, take over and rule Nigeria. It, it is so important. It, they are one big element of democracy that we just can't afford to treat the way we are treating. And what am I saying? You've mentioned you know, the prowess, all the big things about PDP. But the question we are not asking is, what made, what suddenly happened, what went wrong with mm. PDP? Now, what went wrong with PDP is becoming to want to go wrong with the AMPP. The AMPP is another thing. But because of maybe we see like... Um, the AMP or NNPP? Uh, NNPP. Okay. It's NNPP, yes. Mm. The so, mm. I mean, the same thing is playing out. And mm. it, it's showing one thing about our political parties. Okay. It's not just even limiting to them. It's all over. That means that one way or the other, the people must take over the administration, the financing of the political party. Mm. As long as the financing and the addition of the political parties, the founding, you know, management, funding of political parties are still in the hands of some big wigs, the money bags. We'll keep on having what we're having today. We'll keep on having imposition of candidates. Now, this is the person that must come there. As, as long as this happens, we'll not be able to get credible people coming out to represent us. Why is it so difficult to follow party constitution? Uh, Because the party is in the hand of individuals. That's Mm. just it. I mean, Because Wiki has a valid reason. I'm coming to that. I was getting to that. Mm. Wiki's sense of entitlement cannot really be questioned. The question is, when he was there, laboring, spending money, doing everything to sustain the party, where were the likes of uh, Momodi? 
what well, likes Fabio, even the, the the presidential candidate. Candidate. So that's why it's like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. I've invested much in this party. I have been in this party. When all of you went away, I remained in the party, made sure the party did not go down. So you can't come to do that. And that's why I said, we need to look beyond just this wiki, etc. that we're looking at. We look at the totality of politics and political parties in Nigeria and find a way to make sure that they eventually belong to the people. And the people have a role. When we were growing up, I have said it here, I saw the you know, a party card of my father where he was contributing, you know, to the AG. But we both stars, let me ask you, what happened? I love history a lot. Many a times if I go on YouTube and I watch when the likes of Zeke, the rhetoric, the things they say, the likes of uh, Parkintola, the likes of um, uh, the one they call Penkele Mess, the one they, um, Awolo, you know, the, the, the one, those, the way they talk as politicians, you know, we know that this, the words carry weight. Yes. And Nigerians actually run with those words. Yes. Some got inspired. Yes. But why is it the Nigerian politicians of today? They don't have that. How, how did we lose it? Because they are product Where did of, we get it wrong? They are product of the military. I said it when we started this program. Hmm. The military incursion in Nigeria did not help Nigeria as a nation. It destroyed our values. It destroyed us totally. They were look, those boys that came up eventually, arguing, you know, arguing Rossi coming up, etc., were not prepared for governance. That's not what they were trained to do. And that was where we lost we lost it. So we lost the making of a nation when the military came up killed all the founding fathers and those that were not killed eventually had no choice. I mean, Aolo had to f- be part of Gawan's regime for Nigeria to win that civil war. I hope we have not forgotten. But before then, quite a number of his mates were not there. Those that were there, that were alive, were not in Nigeria. So, they couldn't really contribute to the, to the coming up of Nigeria mm. really post-independence. And that's, look, we got independence in 1960. After 1966, the army has taken over. I hope you have not forgotten. Yeah, sure. The constitution we are talking about was 1963 constitution. All of us yes. are saying, look, that's the constitution we should have been using up till now. And it's up from, from then till now. Everything that you want to refer to as relics of our development as a nation have been the product of military. Even the constitution. The 1999 constitution. That we're talking about, they're the product of military. Mm. So these are the issues. Mm. And that's why we got it all wrong. So for us, and that's why when people say, no, they should come back, they, the military built the bridges, etc. They don't understand what it means to make a nation. Building a nation, they don't understand what it means. The military actually destroys and have daily left things. No. 1999 to date, we've had two of them. You know. Yeah, two ex-military leaders. <laughs> having 16 chunks years of, mm. of, of, of the so-called 23 or so years that we have had. Mm. You know, and those are the challenges that we have, we've had. And even when, when who was our Senate president for for two terms? It was David Mack, a colonel in the army. Mm. These are things I'm talking about. Go to most of the nations, most of the states in 1999. Okay. Military leaders, military governors or military leaders were the ones that became governor, the Yako of this world, became governors in their state. Mm. So don't let this thing go because they have among God's resources in their hands and they may be one controlling quite a number of the things that we call democracy in Nigeria. Okay. So until we're able to overcome, mm. you know, totally get out of the hands of the military, mm. you understand, we might not be able to have a nation that's going. And the first time we're going to have a Democrat yes. coming into place, 
his baby now that we have a president uh that is coming up maybe we can see what might but it will take time for us to get to that level to that level that nation who mm. they were looking at okay all right we go on this quick break and when we're back we open the phone lines to talk to nigerians don't touch that right Abel Kuta, are you ready for destiny renewal? The Overcomers Family Group is inviting you to a quarterly prayer revival. Start the storm is over with the theme Renewal of Destiny, which will be coming up on the 4th to 9th September 2023 at Double Crown Hotel, Oniriki Bosto, Obada Road, Adigbe, Abeokuta, Ogun State. Ministry, Pastor MD Aremu, Guest Minister, Pastor Wemi Ajegbemiga, Coordinator, Sister Fanny for Lakemi and Sister Shum Adedeji are the music ministers, as well as other fire brand ministers of God. Come and experience breakthrough. Victory, open heavens, and abundance of testimony in this quarter prayer revival happening on the 4th to 9th September 2023 at Double Crown Hotel, Onireke Bosto, Obada Road, Adigbe, Abeokuta, Ogun State for your destiny to be renewed in Christ. Jesus is Lord. Hooray, our KBSC, the Alaki of Egbaland. Oba Dr. Adedotun Aremubadebo is 80 years on earth. We thank God for the strength of Kabiyesi, 80 years of undisputed development, 80 years of setting economic agenda for the people of Egba land, and 80 years of purposeful leadership. Hooray, hooray, hooray. Kabiyesi, your time has brought peace to Egba land. Sons and daughters of Egba land are making remarkable achievements in their pursuits. As you celebrate your 80th birthday, I wish you long life with sound health and more prosperity, continuous peaceful reign, and many more. Special greetings by Honorable Dr. Jelili Kayode Amushon, Shobaloju of Egbaland. Hi, darling. How have you been? I've been so busy, Granny. Well, Friday, I went on a field trip to see gorillas in Rwanda. Then, I slayed a few dragons with my friends. On Saturday, I watched football game in London live with my brother. And then, I went to bed watching the world from space. And you, Grandma? Ah, that's a lot. How? All I needed was my phone, laptop, TV, and Airtel's 5G. Eh? Lag-free gaming, hyper-realistic VR, 8K streaming, and so much more. With Airtel 5G's lightning-fast speeds and seamless connectivity, you won't believe what's next. Live the future in the Airtel 5G zone. Airtel, a reason to imagine. Please listen to this announcement. The September 2023 meeting of the Methodist Boys High School, Lagos Old Boys Association, Ogun State Branch, holds on Thursday, 7th of September 2023 at Abel Kuta Sports Club, GRA Ibarra Abel Kuta. The venue is the Elder Section and the time is 5 p.m. prompt. All old boys of the Methodist Boys High School, Lagos, residing in Abel Kuta and other towns in Ogun State, are cordially invited to attend the meeting. For more information, contact Honorable Kunle or Kolawo, the Publicity and Social Secretary, on 0803-329-2093, 0803-329-2093, or Prince Rufus Odubi, the General Secretary, on 0703-456-9989. Four five six 
9989. Non CB said Prince Rufus Odubiyi, the Secretary. Thank you. So it's time to talk to Nigerians. You're welcome back to the show. It is still freshly pressed on Nigeria's number one radio station, Fresh 107.9 FM. I'm Bill Kutai Stars, still in the building. My name is Binga Oreshek. Let's talk. The numbers to call 0815432179 or 0818111079. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning to you. Yes. Yeah, good morning. I am MOK from United Towns of Ayetu. All right, let's talk. Hmm. My dear brothers, Nigeria will get better only when we have a constitution that is written by pure civilians. Yes. Pure Democrats. Yes. The one that is having the handwriting of the military should be jettisoned, or we go to 1963 constitution. Or we go to 2014 uh, constitutional conference. That is then we can have it out. Look at what is happening. Nigeria ought to have been better than this, if not because of the betrayal of the military that took over. In this. Look from that time till today, we are here to get it right. The handwriting of the military. And the democratic dispensation should be taken off completely. It is then we can have our way out. Then, on Wiki, Wiki is a strong man in PDP. He maintained his stand. By the time I took Utambua went to APC, Wiki was in PDP. When they came back, he said in PDP, when they were contested 2019, and I think who left for uh, Dubai, we can kept on financing the, the, the party. We are Zele Mohammed. What is his name? Zele Mohammed. Yes, he is. Mamadou. Yes, he is based. We can have a base. Mm. He has a governor. All right, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's allow others be a part of this. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, gentlemen in the house. My name is Honorable Larry Jaji Larry Jekolin from the People's Parliament in Lema in Abelkuta. Yeah, good morning. But, um, I want to, you know, just, you know, uh, uh, you know, tell people that they need to be very careful. I mean, Nigeria has been, you know, affiliated with the Labour Party. It's be very careful. It's a situation where... It's going to call off strike. I mean, call off people to go on strike, and some people are backing out. He's telling him he's losing it. This guy is not taking. Mm. He's really taking it with this government. Uh, everybody is into this hardship of a thing in Nigeria now. We are only saying that give Polatinumbu some time. I'm telling you, you'll be able to get it very right for us. Good morning, have a pleasant day. God bless all of you. Honorable Larry, judges, my name. Thank you very much. Hello, good morning. Uh, good morning, yeah. Good morning, sir. Yeah. Uh, my name is Olishola Johnson, calling from Rwanda. All right, let's Yes, yes uh, I also want to start from labor. You see, what labor is doing is they are making it to look as if the election that hold in Nigeria was not a proper election. It was fraud and then something, you know, people just give some numbers to some people. No, elections were held and people went out to vote. Labor should start to stop mingling with the Labour Party 
they should stand on their own. They should allow the Labour Party to stand on its own also. And Dede Momodu was only bragging on air. There's nothing he could have done to Wiki. Mm. Because when all of them decamp, were decamping and decamping to some other parties, Wiki stood his ground, okay. was funding the party, mm. and then they were nowhere to be found. It was one case were not going right for them again. They now come back to PDP. And okay. they came back and now want to destroy the structures that were on mm. ground. That some people were maintaining. Okay. This is impossible for anybody to do. Okay. And I like the courage of Wiki also for standing and standing his ground. All right, thank you. I will not allow you to do this to me. Thank, thank you. you. Good morning. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. 08154321079. Remember, you can also tweet at us at FreshFM Abel Kuta. You can also tweet at us at FreshFM Abel Kuta. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. I like Jimmy to know my name. Yeah, let's talk. I'm calling for Mila Kali in Odomori. Let's talk. The labor will continue to lose the battle because of our the experience. They are not economically true in this country. Look at the case of you talk of. When it's a Labour Party, he said he doesn't want them to remove, they should not remove the subsidy. By the time he became the governor of the Edo, they did not use his own allocation to pay subsidy. You see the double play I'm talking. Mm. So the, 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 the Grand Nigeria will not, not continue to believe on them at all because they have believed, they, have, they, they are the part of the problem. Because then you say the thing of the of the ministry and the agencies, are they not the local the not the local is there and the politician. All right, thank you. So they are the part of the, they are not under two percent. All right, thank you. So that's the point. Thank so you they very much. thank you very much. Appreciate you. Uh, talking about that, um, the former Ikiti State Governor also said something concerning the 2012 protest. He said the protest to remove protest against subsidy removal during the Jonathan uh, administration was just mere politics. I would have wanted us to like talk about it, but let's just talk to Nigerians. Hello, good morning. In fact, God bless you for picking this call. Good morning. Amen. Amen. You, you have Solomon on the line. I know. You see that governor fire me statement that you just mentioned that. Mm. That was what was in my mind. Mm. You spoke my mind. That showed that some of the protests, sometimes when we disagree with uh, the so-called our leader, sorry using that word, our leader, some of these politicians, some of these uh, civil liberty organizations who said they support it, they have another agenda apart from those traumatic, those things that we have in mind. That means they have something else. They do it with motive. They do it with what they want to get. I was shocked when I listened to five yesterday. Mm. That's so even this labor labor strike, I will not be surprised. These guys at all. Mm. I will not be surprised. In fact, Nigeria is in a mess. Thank you. God will help us. God will help us. That, that was quite emotional from Solomon there. Yeah, uh, he has always said it. That, uh, <laughs> you regret it. Whatever you regret it. Good morning, Vegas. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, God is your strength. Amen. Yeah, my name is Jolan Golan from Shagawile. Let me start from the tribuna. Okay. That tribuna, until they take it, like maybe like maybe they review the constitution that you should have a tribuna before, you know, making 
uh, a kind of uh, uh, restoring our, our president, Young Tano. Like three months, Young Tano. That would be better. Instead of refighting, uh, the presidency is not supposed to be uh, giving out uh, the uh, INEC chairman. Yeah, who, who, who will give INEC? I mean, who will anoint uh, 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 INEC chairman? See, the president we can do that. The only thing they can do is just to adjust those tribunal time to suit up with the uh, the time they inaugurate them. You understand? That's about that anyway. On NLT, one thing I want you people to understand is it. everybody has his own opinion anyway. Labor is not just to the people. And that's why they're having that issue. You could remember those times of uh, eight years of worry, okay. we expected them to do some certain things. They did not. They we said, ah, never, are we not, are we not having labor in this country anymore? They, they silent. But this government that came now, just one month that he announced, uh, what's it called, uh, uh, subsidy, the following month they go to strike. This is the third month, another strike. What? Are we going to be going to strike every month? All right, what thank is you. going on? All right, thank you. I, I don't thank understand. You. Thank and you. Just try to think about that, about that. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. All right, let's quickly go on X Twitter. Hmm. Akoride Camille says that previous elections have often seen huge problems such as violence and vote buying. No presidential candidates have been able to prove such irregularities uh, substantially affected the outcome. I look forward to election without tribunal in Niger. Now, Edouard Bayomi says that any time Ustaz says, I am coming to that. <laughs> we await we await the decision of the tribunal today. The players and the players should educate their supporters at the fight that the final bus stop is the Supreme Court. Larry Alakomi says that Benga, if I may ask, Mr. Ajero, the NLC president, is from which state? He will become unpopular after Supreme Court judgment, except the judgment will go against President Tinubu. The petition of the duo of Alaja Tiku and Mr. Obi will make judgment easy to dispense. Ajibala Shorinka says that we can't wait forever. Delay tactics is not a strategy. There is no evidence that federal government is making efforts to cushion the hardship through increasing minimum wage boost SME. All right, Ajibala uh, Shorinka says that we can't... Okay. Shonde Abiola says that please ask Ustaz to tell us in practical terms what the government has done and tell him to mention... Tell him not to mention the 2 billion Nara palliatives, palliatives that won a voicemail. Okay, uh, critical Scorpio. <laughs> critical Scorpio says that can I get Ustaz's definition of populist? Ustaz, we know your stand last year on air. You're a self-confessed uh, President Tinubu supporter and an anti-Ibo. So it's natural for you uh, to speak on moving on. If Tinubu love, would you? If Tinubu loses, would you say so? That's that's okay. Ustaz, we want to react to that part. Uh, well, whichever way. He has alleged. Uh, yes. Um, so let me give you the right of reply. Uh, quickly, I I don't know if he's going to win or lose. Sure. But people out there will be a witness have, have always struggled to be objective on a lot of issues that they put out here. I've mm. been objective. And I say it here, I see it. I, uh, yes, uh, there is no doubt that um, I, I believe in Ebola Metinobu. I won't deny that. But that does not mean to say that if there's anything I think the government is doing wrong. When they brought out the agenda on the issue of agriculture, I remember that I really criticized it that I doubt if that thing is going to fly. So I, I don't know. I think it's a fine place for us to leave. But remember, I'll get to that. But but <laughs> I'll get to that. <laughs> I think it's a fine place for us to leave it because whichever way the pendulum swings, okay, whichever, 
either it swings in the way of the APC, the PDP, the Labour, whichever way it swings. We all as a people, because yesterday the first PRO, we said that, oh, police are all over the country, they are ready, you know, to quell it, whatever. But the point is, whichever way, let's give peace a chance. When we destroy everything, anarchy, no, it will not favor anybody. So I tell you, whichever way swings, let us move this. Let us take it out. Okay, it is God's doing and let us move this country forward. Let's forget the past. Not so forget the past, but let us just move this country forward. That's very, very important. And let the winner be also be magnanimous in victory. That's very, very important. My name is Binga Oreshek, the man you just have to love. I did the show with Ustaz. Thank you so much. And also, happy birthday to Ustaz, beautiful girl, mm-hmm. Miriam Lawal. Happy birthday to you. The whole of Fresh FM, we're saying happy birthday to you. Thank you so much, my thank producer. Um, Ever Blazing, thank you so much. Appreciate you. We'll be back again tomorrow about Special Grace of God. Don't touch that radio. Have a beautiful Wednesday. 107.9 FM. Your feel good radio. Health, they say, is wealth. And like I always say, if you do not know the source of your problem, there is no way you can find solution to your problem. That is why constant medical checkup is very, very important so as to have a healthy life. And on this regard, I have someone in the studio with me this day. Well, ordinarily, we know them to be a company that you know, deals with real estate. But now, having this great program coming to Abiyakutadil Ogun State Capital, I am somehow marveled. Let me just give him the chance to introduce himself to you and tell us the company he represents. It's so good to see you, sir. Thank you so much. I really appreciate. My name is Moses Taiwo. I'm the MDCEO sort after project and services limited. We're actually into real estate. That's mm-hmm. what we do. That is what we know you for. But you come in here today telling me that you have something for the people. You want to give back to the people in terms of having a free medical checkup. Give me the rundown of how this is going to pan out. Yeah, man, we want to do a free medical checkup. It's our corporate social responsibility mm-hmm. we are giving back to the society now we want to run a free free absolutely free free of charge free of charge wow. nobody's paying a dime for this we are running it free now it's a free medical checkup that we are you know opening up the opportunity for as many people that can make up uh, the opportunity that can come mm-hmm. for this opportunity and it's coming up on the 15th and 16th of September 2023, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. That is where we are. It's just two days, free two medical days. checkup for two days. And then what are the things that we want to mm-hmm. help people to know more about? Because like you said, health is wealth. Yes. And then we found out that even if um, we are selling land, yes. and then mm-hmm. we know that it's somebody that is healthy, that is having that thought that, okay, I want to go and buy land. Mm-hmm. I want to go and build a house. But we want to give back to the society. On the 15th and 16th of September, September. 2023, mm-hmm. we are running a free medical check of us. Many people that will take this advantage. We are going to do blood pressure tests. Okay. We are going to do sugar level tests. We are going to do. We are going to check their weight, mm-hmm. and then there will be a malaria test for everybody, free, free of charge. charge. Okay. Let me ask you this question. We know you are a real estate company, like you said earlier, and we know you have customers, people that buy land from you and buy properties from you. Is this medical checkup? Is it for only your members or your customers only? No, 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 no. Is that's the reason why we are also doing this advert? We are running it okay. now for mm-hmm. people to get to know 
for those of our customers that we could not be able to reach, mm. those of our customers that are not around, okay. that can you know they will listen to this. Yes. And then anybody that is getting to know for the first time, this medical checkup but is absolutely either you have both learned from us or you have not, either you are our clients or you are not. This is for you. It's a free medical checkup. So we are running blood pressure, okay. sugar level, weight, mm-hmm. malaria test and it's coming up on the 15th and 16th of september 2023 9 a.m to 3 p.m venue is our office suit 71 second floor omega shopping complex omega here and then for those of you that said okay uh, to know more about this program so you need to call these numbers 090 Zero nine zero six five seven five one zero three six or zero nine zero four four nine six three zero zero nine zero nine zero four four nine six three zero zero nine. So for you to know more about this program, like we said, it's a 